You're listening to One and a Half Aussies, presented by VSN Australia. Take a hit, shoot me down, shoot me down. I won't ever hit the ground, hit the ground. Playing dead, I'll never do. Gotta keep an eye on you. Patience is wearing thin, paper thin. Promises broke again. What a sin, but it only feeds my... Hello, welcome back to the VSN Australia podcast. This is One and a Half Aussies, episode 10. Uh, I'm your host, Baraka, and with me as always is my co-host, Boot. How you going, mate? Yeah, going good. Yourself? Yeah, pretty good. Um, it's been about a week since our last one, which we, you know, probably shouldn't talk about too much because I don't want people going back and listening to it. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty bad last week. We rescheduled a few times, and uh, I, th- I think we both weren't too keen on doing it, but just wanted to get that TV and get something out because it had been a few weeks. But yeah, it was, definitely yeah, wasn't our we- best product. Yeah, we both just ran out of free weeks and uh, had to do something. So we just jumped on a call at way too late and put one together. Yeah, yeah, just no prep or nothing. So, yeah, apologies for anyone that did listen to that. Uh, yeah, we're definitely going to be better from there on out. Yeah, Boot put a lot of effort in this one. I did my usual of doing nothing, just rocking up at the recording time and jumping on. That's all I've done. So. Yeah. As long as one of us is putting effort in each week, uh, they can just they can just. You've just got to drag me. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, that's all right. I like how I started doing these podcasts, and then you, oh, let's do them together, and I've just done nothing since. I mean, you probably didn't do too much prep work when you were by yourself, anyways. I used to do a lot, actually. Oh, I had okay. like twenty questions planned yeah. for each guest. Yeah, yeah. I did all the editing. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do just press the add intro music or whatever and that was it yeah that's it and it was just in anchor as well i just had to drag and drop it you're lucky you're you weren't having too many problems with craig back then yeah i know it was it was really good actually when i recorded it was only when we started doing it i think we had problems yeah well uh we were just talking about how you got nominated for that Beck for bringing podcasts into the league so you probably made craig too, too popular of an option and it just killed the bot couldn't handle it that's it yeah there's too many podcasts now in the league <laughs> everyone's using craig because i said how good it was and yeah that's the problem yeah it was only craig was only invented for one vhl podcast and as soon as everyone started doing it it just couldn't keep up yeah, it was just for me. That's I invented it myself, and it's just running off my yeah. computer. That's why it doesn't work half the time. Now that we have another way to record, you're just slowly uh, sabotaging every Turn- other podcast in the VHL. Yeah, just turning Craig off. <laughs> we had to learn another way, so did I. Yeah. Uh, that's funny. Yeah, no, uh, speaking of all the podcasts around the league, I, I just want to give a shout-out to everyone that has been doing podcasts because uh, doing a great job, and yeah, there has been a lot of them. Yeah, I was almost thinking that um, the VHL needs to kind of put together a Spotify playlist where just all the podcasts get put on the same playlist, or I don't know how it would work. Yeah, that'd be. A, but, I wonder, can you have uh, like subscriptions where you have different artists just automatically get added each week to a playlist? Yeah, I don't know, because that'd be incredible. Like, if I could just open up Spotify at work and it says that there's a new podcast, that yeah. goes into all of them. Yeah, yeah, and it just it just plays every podcast one after another. Yeah, that'd be that'd be ideal, wouldn't it? Yeah, I remember when I was listening to yours driving down the uh, New South Wales. I just my fiance was in the front seat. I'm like, you need to search up Bootcast, and there was like six of them. And she's like, which one is it? And I'm like, the one with the beer in a boot. And 
She's like, there's three of them. I'm like, uh. <laughs> well, I guess I didn't pick two original of a name then, did I? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, it's... Uh, I, I spend uh, 10, 12 hours in the machine when I'm at work all day, so I definitely really enjoy having all the podcasts uh, uh, from the inside and Mexican Cow and Zetterberg. They've been having that roundtable. I think they're up to episode five now, so that's been good. Um, obviously, Spartan and Fishy and Big Al, they, they've been doing good stuff. Been a little bit since they put something out since they went home from school, but no, no I'm sure they'll get back into it. It'll be good. And then, uh, yeah, I need to go through and look at some more and... Uh, yeah, Rory Muff and Highlands did one, and I think they recorded a second one. Uh, you mean today. the fruit cast? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's it, it's all right. It's, they, they did talk about some VHL stuff, and I guess adding some of that stuff in is a little bit interesting too. Yeah, no, it was it was funny listening to it. Yeah, uh, and then Lamb and Juice was... did a podcast as well this week, and uh, it was really informative. I actually learned more about the draft class in that podcast than I knew about the whole thing. So. Uh, good on them for doing that too. Yeah, I need to find some way of like adding all these so I can listen to them in the car. Yeah, yeah, and everyone's pretty much putting it on Spotify too. So, uh, I mean, if you just subscribe to every single one of them, and it is automatically. Yeah, I guess I can do that. Yeah, uh, and then yeah, like uh, Riley Couture and Blade and Emmy, they've continued on their podcast too, which is good. I need to listen to that. Which is, I haven't listened to any of these. Now the the common denominator with most of these podcasts obviously has been uh, just Craig being shit. So uh, lots of editing issues and losing content and stuff like that. So uh, yeah, but we don't have that problem. Yeah, no, it's fine yeah. for us. But we're uh, high quality. This is why we can pay the big bucks for this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But but we do feel the pain because we did have some trouble a uh, few episodes with that. So uh, I just recommend people to look into finding another way to record. Yeah, if anyone listens to a podcast and thinks, oh, that one wasn't as funny, that's because all the funny parts were lost to Craig, yeah. obviously. Yeah, even last week when we ha didn't use Craig, it was still Craig's fault. Yeah, yeah, that was the, um, yeah, we only uploaded the second half because we already recorded the good stuff and then <laughs> yeah. didn't hit record. Yeah, that was the problem. Yeah, and we, yeah, we were just so defeated after that. That's why we were so down on that podcast. Yeah, it was already like 3 o'clock in the morning. We stayed up way too late to make sure you guys got a good podcast. It was all right. Yeah. Uh, thank you to all 14 people who listened to it. Yeah, and uh, and really thank you for listening to the whole thing. I mean, if you got up and walked away from your computer, I probably understand, but uh, thanks for yeah, letting Yeah, I'm sure that like, they took their headphones out, just forgot to hit pause. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for letting us let it play through the entire time uh, to make us feel better about ourselves. Yeah, I need to do like a media spot about all the... um podcast stats to see you know which ones are most listened to and listened to all the way and all that sort of stuff yeah it'd be pretty easy to just get people to send you their anchor info and yeah see which ones have the most listens and stuff like that we're probably getting wrecked by everybody else yeah probably do you remember when i tried doing the podcast uh challenge yeah oh oh oh, oh yeah your your podcast tournament yeah yeah so we automatically won because we entered that. We were so, the only we were the only ones that did a podcast that week. <laughs> yeah, we were the champions. Fuck, we're good. We're, this is why we get paid. That's it. Uh, yeah, just going off the the low last week. I want to ride right into a high with VHL's. I, I don't want to call it the most favorite, but probably the only game show. 
So let's get it into the most it. favorite. Yeah, most favorite by default. <laughs> now this two minute quiz. I think I think uh, this one tops two minute quiz. Oh yeah, I forgot about two minute. I guess you can call it that too. I guess we're the hosts of both, so I guess we just win by default again. Again. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a it's been a little while since we did this. I think we did it episode five with advantage. Beard or no beard. I haven't done any more research on it, but I do have a lot of uh, compiled data here. So uh, let's have a go and learn about the beards of the VHL. Okay, let's go. All right. So first up, uh, this guy was upset that I didn't include him in the first uh, episode of it. Uh, yep, but this is R- Rory's player, Jeffrey Pines. Jeffrey Pines. Yeah. Now, Pines to me, trees, trees, lumberjack. Lumberjacks always have big beards, so I'm going to go beard here. Yeah. Uh, you'd be wrong on that one. Jeffrey Pines does what? not have a beard. Rory, he's, he's, got a, he's got a small little pencil mustache and can't grow a beard, so. Okay, I'm going to try and give like um, my reasoning behind each one. I think it makes it a bit more interesting yeah. than yeah, just Yeah, saying. that's good. Yeah, that, that, was, that was good. It was different with advantage where it was 1v1. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, up next, we got Riley Couture's player, who's I think she was just recently traded too. So, Riley Couture, beard or no beard? Uh, no beard. What's your reasoning? Uh, Riley uh, is a unisex name. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna le- lean that it's a female player. Yeah. Hoping. So. And no beard. So Riley is a female player. You're correct there. But however, she does rock a beard. That's well <laughs> to her. That's yeah, awesome. <laughs> yeah, she's got, and uh, she describes it as it's a long and curly, uh, and it goes into two points on either side. So that's that's incredible. Pretty fancy beard for Riley Couture. Tough stuff. Yeah. Uh, up next, we got up pending free agent Dakota Lamb. Beard or no beard? Dakota Lamb. Now Lamb, that's that's a baby sheep. Baby sheep don't have as much hair, so I'm going to say yes of beard, but it's a small one. All right. Well, he, he says he's got a, a mustache and a soul patch, so not a beard to me. Uh, but yeah, a yeah little, but it's a small beard. A little bit. Of, well, it's not even, there's nothing really on the chin or on the cheek. Yeah. So okay. yeah. I'd call yeah, it no I'll, beard, I'll, but I'll, I mean, I'll take for yeah, you, you did say a little bit of hair, so mustache and soul patch. Yeah, that, that is a little bit of hair. Well, I'll give you a half point there. So you're at a half out of three so far. <laughs> <laughs> Um, up next, we got uh, Racer Thirteen with Chris Rice, who's just recently Chris traded. Rice. He's coming into his last Definitely season. Gonna have a big veteran in the league. Beard or yeah, no beard? It's been around the league for a while. Yeah, uh, I'm expecting Chris Rice came from real far north Canada. It's cold there. They need all the hair to keep you warm. Definitely big beard. Big beard? Yeah. He's, he's yeah. Says, he says he's got a. It's not like a lumberjack beard or crazy anything like that. But he says he's got a. A five o'clock shadow grown out, uh, trimmed and neat. So he likes to keep it okay. nice and manicured. But yeah, you're right on that one. So point to you there. Uh, up next, we got Garsh's player, Griff Manzer. Uh, Griff Manzer. Yeah, plays for Vancouver, won a cup with them last season. Uh, what do you think about Griff? Beard or no beard? Well, I'm going to say what a Manza and big beard. There you go. And you'd be right saying that. There we go. He's, he's got a... F- Full untrimmed goatee. Uh, it's black, but he's got some gray and blonde hairs coming through it. So, gray, blonde, and black. Yeah, yeah. So pretty, pretty scruffy. Not uh, yep. probably not the nicest beard, but yeah, there you go. At least you're right on that one. 
Uh, moving on, we got Diamond Ace, Displayer, Dagmar, Havlova. Oh, that's going to be the biggest beard that you've seen ever. Yeah. DA's got a big beard himself. Yeah. He's definitely not having a player with no beard. So I learned this when I was doing my research. Uh, Dagmar Havlova is a female. She's, she's actually the wife of a former Czech president. <laughs> so, yeah, she does not have a beard. DA and his <laughs> players that are... Backstories. An obscure <laughs> reference that no one's ever heard of, and he gets so much out of it. Mm. Every cricket player he's created is always, like, some obscure soccer player that's, like, third league in England or something like that. Yeah. I think it's... Yep. Like, okay. uh, DA, Muff... Uh, Furk and myself have been playing Rimworld a lot. Uh, have you yep. looked, have you looked at that game at all? Uh, DA did a VHL one. Oh, did he? I okay. put videos up and everything. Oh, nice. Uh, anyways, he he posted a little XM article teasing his next player, and I think he's naming his player after the creator of Rimworld, who I I did see that. Yeah, he's he's made so much money now that he's moving on and letting the game take over itself, and he's gonna go and play VHL hockey. <laughs> So yeah, so he's, like he, he definitely has he some... made so much money. I want to go play hockey. <laughs> yeah. He's got some interesting backstories for sure. Um, yeah. Up up next is STZ's player Benny Graves. Um, was in the finals with DC there this season. Absolutely, superstar. Like, yeah. I. Hmm. So that sounds like, you know. Someone like in a metal band would be called Benny Graves. That's what I think. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go fair bit of a beard. It's not it's long like but it's not it's not a full beard, it's like a little scraggly, but they're trying to keep growing out. So you you would consider people in metal bands to have beards? Like no, I don't know. That's just the first thing that comes to my head is like this tall tall guy, long hair and like a long scraggly beard. Yeah. See, I, I picture a, a big, lanky guy with long hair, but clean-shaven for a metal guy for some reason. Yeah, fair. I guess I see that too. Yeah. I was thinking more like the bassist, I feel like. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. The scraggly beard. Yeah, he's got to stand out in a different way because he just plays yeah. bass. <laughs> yeah, because this is not cool. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, your, your theory worked out okay. Yeah, he, he does have a big beard. Uh, he's got a Tom Wilson-style beard. He describes it, if you know Tom Wilson. Tom Wilson. Uh, he's an NHL player. Plays for oh, the Caps. Capitals. Yeah. 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 So he's. Kind of... I knew I like I'd heard the name. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Um, I lost count where you're at, but. Um, I no, think, seven I think out of ten. I think you're like two and a half out of six or something like that. Okay. Um. So next player I have is, uh, Cowboy in America's player Lance Flowers. He actually just retired, I believe. So, um, going into retirement now. But, uh, what do you what do you think? Going into retirement, like you, you, you've had enough. You've been, you know, training your whole life. Now you get to relax. You're growing out your beard, Brett Burns style. Like you've got a long beard, and you just don't even yeah. do anything with it anymore. Nah, you're you'd be wrong on that one. Uh, Lance Flowers is an Englishman, and he's got a long black mustache. Uh, okay. Yeah, fair no enough. Beard. That's yeah. fair. Probably wears a top hat. You know. Uh, yeah. A monocle. <laughs> uh, yeah here, uh, up next we got Velvera's player Soren Jensen um, I, don't, I actually don't know who he plays for or if, if he's retired or what Soren Jensen I feel like they're on Davos 
What do you mean you feel like it's your team? Hey, it's, it's Gustav's team. <laughs> I'm just there for like moral support. But you don't know that's, who your players are? Oh, uh, yeah, you're right. He is. This is his last season, so. Hey, I got what? I got it right. Well, you guessed, though. You, I feel like he is. <laughs> yeah, like I had a hunch. Yeah. All right, well, I mean, so you had a hunch, so what do you, what do you think? Does he have a beard or no beard? Obviously, it's for Davos. Cold, mountains. You gotta have a beard. Actually, has no beard. Uh, he's got a uh, little bit of clean stubble because he's just gonna have to go a couple days without shaving, but that's it. So no beard. That's ridiculous. All right, you should know this next guy. Uh, CX squared, big dev for your league. Uh, yep. Guy Saskamoose. What do you What are you thinking about him? Sasakamoose. Yeah, it's like weird, isn't it? Oh yeah, I thought it was Saskamoose. Yeah, everyone thinks that. Yeah, yeah. So I wrote, I even typed it out properly, which I'm surprised. I must have copy pasted, but yeah. Uh, CX squared, definitely huge, massive beard. Huge, massive beard. Yeah, you're right on that. Jordy Ben style yeah. beard. If you know who that is. Uh yeah, of course. <laughs> Defenseman played for Dallas. I think he's on Montreal now, or I don't know if he got traded somewhere else. Uh, but yeah. My hockey knowledge is like limited to big, the blues. That's about it. Big beard, big beard. You're right there. Um, I guess we'll just. I got. I got about. I got about five more. Should we keep going or should we save them for? Yeah, I'll, we'll go. We'll, we'll go through and do we'll finish quick, them off. Uh, yeah. All right. Quick fire. Yeah. All right. So this is Seabass's player. Seabass Perrin. Um, might be retired. I'm not too sure. Seabass. Perrin. Uh, fisherman. Fisherman. Big yeah. bat. Big. It's done. Big beard, yeah. Uh, not a big beard, but he's got a chin strap and a goatee in the regular season. But in the playoffs, he goes full Bushman. Yeah, well, yeah. Everyone considers playoffs when you, yeah. when you actually yeah. get your beards, yeah. Um, up next, we got Orbit and Death, Condor Adrian, uh, future Hall of Famer. Just got his cup, so what are you thinking Condor about? Condor Adrian is unkept because he's spent so much time training and scoring goals, he doesn't have time to shave. Mm. No, wrong on that one. He he has nothing. He says nothing. he he needs that aerodynamics to skate fast out there. Well, that's that. Okay, there you go, everyone. Yeah. Shave your beard. That's what you get your goals. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. We've got Dark Spyro's player, Jimmy Spyro. Beard or no beard? Jimmy Spyro, goalie. Uh, he's He's got like a little bit of scruff, but not much of a beard. Yeah. He said he's... So you've actually did that video chat with uh, Dark Spyro, so you know exactly what he looks like. Yeah, correct that's correct so he says that yep. he uh jimmy spyro has the exact same facial hair as himself a little goatee going on so does have a beard but there you go yeah uh we got fevers player oscar lagason mm, no beard that one i don't know why just no feel like it's a clean shaven yeah you know professional yeah yeah you're right on that one too yeah he's uh he's got a five o'clock shadow so that's fair yeah it just but yeah, no, no beard. You're going, what are you, you've gone three. Oh, no, you've gone two for three. The last here. Okay, last player. We got D Maximus. First overall pistol stamen last year. Uh, beard or no beard? Uh, pistol stamen. Uh, takes takes hockey quite seriously. Very clean shaven. Yeah, correct. Says he, he's got no beard. Uh, if he tried to grow a beard, it would just be a short and patchy, ugly looking thing. So, yeah, there you go. Right again. There we go. So I, I didn't Easy. add it up. I think you went. I think you went about fifty percent on that. Maybe we'll, oh, we'll give, give you over 50. over fifty percent. Neither of us is going to go back and listen to it. So. Nah. 
So yeah, there you go. There's a there's a, another episode for beard or no beard. Learning about the Evan VHL spirits. Nikki player has beards now to boot because he needs more people. No, that's, I, I I have a message planned out. I just have to go through and send it to more people and hopefully get some more responses. So we'll get uh, we'll, we'll continue my research and uh, maybe I'll do a media spot at the end once I've I've learned about everyone every player's beard in the league. Do you do more research about beards than anything else in the VHL? Uh, probably. I mean, between that and show docs, because somebody's got to do those. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but yeah, that's definitely the most research I've done in VHL, 100%. But yeah, uh, speaking of VHL, there's we're into the offseason, lots going around, so let's talk about that a bit. Around the VHL. Yeah, um, obviously the biggest news, uh, Malmo wins the cup. That's it, yeah. Happy I believed I called it last You did, episode. yeah. Yeah, I think we both, uh, I think we were both pushing for Malmo. Yeah, um, so congratulations to Frostbeard, uh, to Orbiting Death. Yeah. Because, you know, he needs more awards. Oh yeah, that um, is, what a, what a perfect storyline to end Condor's career. It's just absolutely crazy. Uh, it was the worst being a defenseman in his era. Oh, no doubt, yeah. Just couldn't keep up to him. I'm happy that I'm going into pretty much the prime of my career now, and he's finally gone, so maybe they'll give me a chance to to do good, but we'll see what happens there. Um, yeah. Also, congrats to Highlands, who uh, won playoff MVP. We'll talk about that in a little bit, but uh, love Highlands. He's a good member. Uh, Zetterberg as well is on that team. Uh, Tifon. CX. Yeah, CX. Uh, and then I think... Didn't even know CX was there. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's uh, it was a good team. And uh, yeah, if Warsaw would have won that game seven, that would have been us. So that's... Uh, would it? Yeah. You would have scored that, that w- game-winning goal? We, yeah, well, we lost to... Um, Malmo in game seven by I think one goal so if we would have just scored one more goal and, or two more goals we, that would have been us winning the cup so yeah easy would have been you holding it up and that's it yeah you would have been too drunk to do a podcast tonight. I know yeah I would have I probably would have retired after that to be honest that's that's fair yeah but no uh, congrats to them and uh, we'll see what happens with their future because I know they had I mean, obviously Condor Adrian leaving them and retiring uh, that's going to be a big hit uh, Frostbeard's been making some moves. I think he actually changed his player to defense to fill in that gap. So, yeah, they'll. Uh, I'm sure they'll be okay moving on. Yeah, and then also uh, congratulations to the uh, VHLM team that won the the uh, the cup, and that was um, was, I think it's Philadelphia. Yeah, there you go, yeah. Philadelphia. So uh, I think Me- Mexico made the finals again. For I think the second time in three seasons, and uh, once again lost in the finals, which is unfortunate for them. But yeah, congrats to Philadelphia for winning that cup. I know we're not we don't follow the VHLM too much, so we can't speak too much on that. But yeah, D Max is still GM there, so congratulations to him. Yeah, uh, I remember he was AGM when I was in Minnesota, and we put up all these like huge stats and everything. It was really cool so but everything's working out for him yeah 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 that's that's good um 
He's actually one of my favourite interviews from the original podcast because he kept saying nice things about me the whole time. Oh, yeah. Well, that, that's the only reason he's your favourite then. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you're basing it on that, I must be your least favourite the amount of shit I give you. <laughs> 100%. You've just got the best time to be able to do it with me. <laughs> only reason this is still happening. <laughs> that's it. And you do all the work. Everyone else didn't do any work. <laughs> uh, no, you make me feel so good about myself. Not. <laughs> I can't wait till I move to the NT. Maybe don't have internet. <laughs> yeah, you got your fingers crossed that you yeah, got no internet. Yeah. You don't have to do this. Yeah, I'll message message my boss up there and be like, "You sure there's internet up there? Yeah, no, there is for <laughs> sure. Like, are you sure? Sure. <laughs> Look, uh, just give me your number. We'll just yeah. do a phone call and I'll put it up for you. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> uh, nah, should be good. I, 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 we're in the. 21st we're in 2021 uh i'm sure there's there'll be internet up there especially for everyone traveling up there it's a pretty richy place so i don't know if people are going up there would be able to survive without internet for a week or two uh, how good it will be is will be a question but I'm sure it'll be fine and aren't you going to like a resort sort of area like a yeah, it's it's it is it's a resort, but it's just like in the middle of the bush. Yeah, so surely there'd be internet it, it, there. It's all fly-in uh, guests and stuff like that. But yeah, I, I'm assuming there's there is internet for bookings and stuff like that. There would have to be, right? Yeah, I I'd guess so. Yeah, but they just sending Morse code. How many guests are coming that day? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they just find out when the when the plane or boat shows up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, unfortunately an extra three yeah, rooms you're sleeping in a swag tonight mate <laughs> yeah watch out for the crocs <laughs> that's what they come up for to sleep under the stars and everything yeah. get, get closer to nature yeah, yeah. Uh, so talking about awards and winning the cup we talked about green uh the awards show happened today or yesterday yeah it was uh it was today um Today? I guess it would be it would have been last night for people in North America, but this morning for us. Uh, yeah, yeah, lots of big awards. Uh, I mean, you got the original, uh, the regulars like Condor Adrian cleaned up again. Wait, he won more. How did he? He won um, top defenseman, top offensive defenseman, top defensive defenseman, and uh, most assists, I believe. That's uh, that's well deserved. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, going out on his career on a high, a cup and three individual awards, as well as obviously leading defenseman in points again. So, uh, just do you think he um, just like doesn't recreate, just leaves it at that? Like, you're not going to top that. Yeah, well, from what I've heard, um, orbiting death has like four or five Hall of Fame players in this league already. So, um. He's already recreated, and yeah, he's probably just going to, I don't know what he has, he just keeps making Hall of Famers. It's unbelievable, I gotta, I gotta learn his secrets for sure. Yeah, I feel like I just need to go back and try and figure out each week to... Yeah, just, I I guess exactly what he... How he updated and follow it out. But I mean, what I don't understand is... Every build eventually turns out to be the same thing. Like everyone rocks ninety nine scoring, ninety nine defense, um, and then you just get your puck handling and passing to whatever and skating and uh, like how how do you get that lucky 
player after player, like even season in, season out, because a lot of players will have a massive season and then uh, fall off right afterwards. Yeah. So uh, it's uh, it's pretty impressive. Um, obviously, you and I don't know his past players not being in the league that long. Um, but uh, it's definitely uh, really impressive to have that consistency, even just in that one career, let alone all the players. Yeah, I want to know. I'm keen to see when uh, the prediction awards come out because I don't think I got any. Well, I, I, I know I picked Adrian for all the defensive awards. Oh, yeah, I probably did that. Yeah. Would uh, be dumb not to pick him, I think. But other than that, I don't think I would have got anything. So I actually... Um, I think Jeff Downey actually won defensive award. I just wanted to correct that. Um, I didn't realize that there was a top defenseman award, a top offensive, and a top defensive award. Yeah, that's a lot of defensive. Yeah. Um, and congratulations to Fishy as well for winning the um, Elm Beck trophy. Yeah, yeah well deserved. Um, they've done uh, a... They overtook Thad Thrasher, 6-2. to two. Um, A lot of big names in there. And then for the two... You know, fairly new members to the to the league getting um, all the votes. That's pretty decent there. Yeah, and I and I think they uh, the voters voted correctly. Uh, Fishy's done a a big it was a big part of the league this season. Um, they wrote that uh, university paper on the VHL, which is pretty interesting to see. Um, yeah, the um, fantasy league, which. Yeah. Look, I think the points might be wrong, but I'm going to give him benefit of the doubt yeah, yeah. this time. Uh, if it happens again next season... Uh, actually, funny story with that. They put up the uh, sign-up thread for next season's VHL event, whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, and I've posted, um, sure, I'm going to be the shittest person again. If you want to boost your TPE, get on my group or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Fishy messaged me overnight. Um, do you actually want to join fantasy or not? <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> Just rubbing salt in the wound. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you sure you want to go through this pain again? Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, but uh, also, uh, obviously, fishy with all the inclusive stuff that's happening in the league. Like that, that's that's really good to see as well. And I, th- I think that was the big part that that got them the, the award. Yeah, I wonder, like, what do we have to do to get that second nomination? Yeah, I, I will never be nominated because I don't do anything for the league, but... You got nominated. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. What? Yeah, you got nominated. Where you you see... were like, you only got one vote, one nomination, so you didn't get through to the voting stage. Oh, yeah. You got you... a nomination. Where do you see that? Oh, it'll be in, like, league voting, I think. Oh, yeah. Where'd you like see that? see if I can find it. That's probably you. You're probably just making me try to make me feel better so I keep doing all the work for the podcast. Why would I do that? I don't know. Surely there'd be other people to vote for. <laughs> uh, huh. That's uh, that's good to know. See, this is like... The, the forum needs a little bit of cleaning up the fact that neither of us can find where it is. No, I, know. I, I just went to it, but I opened the forum and uh, Victor must have closed the form already or something. Or did somebody post it? Uh, was it a comment? Oh, here we go. 
Thank you for all your votes. Congratulations on the following nominees. And well done to everyone else who received nominations this season. Bacon, Barocca, Blade Man, Blazer, Dust Boot. Oh, yeah. Neat. Uh, I don't um, think it counts because Gustav got one. Oh, uh, yeah. That's for, uh, he got nominated for letting the rest of the league win every season. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Um, oh, yeah, no, I, never, I, I think I got that ping and I never even looked at it because I just assumed it was a member's tag because of the thread. Uh, that's funny yeah Um, but I'll get back to the awards Uh, yeah like we mentioned Highlands won playoff MVP which I think he had like 27 or 28 points in 19 games so huge there Uh, Gorlab won rookie of the year which is good I think people were thinking that uh, they were going to vote towards the top scorer Rhinox Entertainment I think he had 80-some points this season as a rookie, so that was good. But now Gorlav had a good season with Chicago and uh, got recognized in the voting there. Yeah, Jeff won GM of the year, Yeah, I believe, too. Yeah, I know uh, I know a couple of people I've seen talking about that were upset that um, they feel that Muff should have won GM of the year. Um, Chicago just barely... I, I don't want to talk too much on it because obviously I'm AGM of um, Warsaw, but, uh, I mean, Chicago squeaked into the playoffs last in the in the NA conference and then had the playoff success, but that's supposed to be an award that you don't vote on playoff success. So I feel like yeah. it did lean towards playoff success on that one because, I mean, Warsaw finished second in the league and they're, they're both same expansion teams. Uh, yeah, I remember I said it about um, Banner one time. Like, we went back-to-back the third season, got into the finals, didn't like playoffs, didn't make it, and then won the fourth cup. And I'm like, surely you got to win GM of the year. Like, and even if it's not on playoff success, you've hit playoffs four years in a row now. Everyone's said for so many seasons that um, you've got cap problems and you're not going to make playoffs. And you do it every season. Like, surely you got to be GM of the year eventually yeah. through that. So, yeah. So yeah, I've, I'm a bit curious on um, how the voting goes down and like how much conversations actually had, or if it's just a poll voted posted up and. Um, no one actually makes their case, but uh, anyways, it is what it is. Jeff is a great GM. He's he's my GM in SBA. Took over an expansion expansion team there, and uh, just built through the draft. And we actually went to the finals last season, just in our in our fourth season. So uh, Jeff is a great GM. So congrats to him for that. Yeah, no, uh, I haven't heard anything good or bad. I guess about Chicago. Either way, like I'm sure if I heard something, I'm sure if he was bad GM, I would have heard something by now. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then Stone Wolski cleaned up the uh, goaltending awards with DC. Uh, it was a big part of his their playoff run too. So he he probably would have been a talk for playoff MVP had DC have won. Um, and then Bekatov won uh, two way forward of the year. Uh, Miko Latinen, Miko Latinen uh, is a I would put him as a lock for that every season until he retires. Um, yeah. And the other one that I had a problem with that I didn't even notice, but the Dustin Funk Trophy, which is the most improved player. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a shared award this year. Two goalies won it, um, which I'm happy because uh, Hooper, Hooper Orama's player, uh, AJ Krishna, was is yep. Warsaw's goaltender. He had a fantastic season for us and uh, definitely improved a lot over last season. So, uh, between him and Wolski, they they tied for it. However, 
if you look at one of the other players that, that was nominated for it, he only got one vote. Um, I'm going to butcher the the pronunciation of this, but uh, Ziari Anikbogu. He's a defenseman for Toronto. Uh, right, yeah. Last season, he had two goals, nine assists for 11 points. Was a minus 16, um, 36 hits, 72 shot blocks. This season, he had 13 goals, 68 assists for 81 points. Was a Jeez. yeah was a plus nine on a team that didn't make the playoffs, and also had 120 hits and 170 block shots. So, so that's a 70 point increase. Yeah, like it's seven and a half times better for assists. Yeah, it's six and a half times better for goals. Like that's and and increased on every like uh, the fact they had a plus a plus nine on one of the worst teams in the league. And yeah, and, and shot blocks. Yeah, and great defensive stats as well. Like I, I don't know what the voters were thinking on this. Like I, I think the goalies like improved like point one in save percentage and had better goals against averages and a couple more and and more wins. But I think uh, whoever voted on this was absolutely slept on on engine and uh, and yeah. Kroger. So like Stone, so Stonewalski was one of them. You said yeah, Stonewalski and AJ Krishna. So it went from thirty three wins to thirty six wins. Nine point point nine one eight to 0.93. Like, yeah, I, I I don't understand. Like to me, this is this has got to be one of the best increases in a season. They, they, uh, oh, it doesn't make any sense. I, I, yeah, I wonder if there was another factor because I remember one time like I had a huge blowout season, and then they're like, oh, because you changed from forward to defense, it doesn't count. Oh, uh, yeah. Um. So, but I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure. I, yeah, I don't think so. No, he's there's been a def- no... no, he's been a defenseman because he wouldn't have had seventy-two shot blocks last season either, as a yeah, as a no forward. Purchases or anything. No. So, yeah. So I I I feel bad for uh, engine or engine. I don't know how you pronounce that, but uh, yeah, I think that he one million percent should have won this award. Yeah, I think that's probably the maybe the biggest blunder. I wonder if there's something behind the scenes that there was a reason why not, but yeah. if, I've doubled if, everything. Like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, and, yeah, like you said, like, 70 more points. The, yeah. I don't know. That's... Like, 70 points in a season is decent. Getting 70 more than your last yeah. season, that's even better. I think he was, I think he was fourth or third in defensive scoring. Like, huge season. I, I don't know. Zero to hero. And yeah. Not most improved. Yeah. And, and I, I never would have noticed it. Um, Hedgehog actually posted a big post about it in the awards thread, which which brought my attention to it. So, uh, I might actually go in there and and quote him and get some more talk on this because yeah, he, he is he got snubbed that award for sure. Yeah, and but also, one second, can you just go? To, who won the goalie awards again? Uh, Stonewalski. Stonewalski. Where's my boy Calvin Harvey? Yeah, <laughs> he's the best goalie in the league. Yeah, well, he just he didn't have the wins, I guess. Uh, yeah, Calvin Harvey should have should have taken down with with the with the uh, with the stats he that he had. Legitimately, the worst team. Yeah, massive stats. Come on, like even the what's the award where it's like good player shit team. Yeah, Is MVP or uh, good player on a shit team. Yeah, there's like one that everyone votes for. 
Is that MVP? Ah, uh, there's there's everyone. The one that everyone votes for is most outstanding player. So that's just the best that's it. Uh, best okay. season in general. And then M- yeah, there is an MVP as well for most valuable for the team. But you have yeah, to you have to pick. No, nah, you gotta have team success to win that award though, because otherwise you're not that valuable if you're still losing. But no one thought Riga would get any wins. Calvin Harvey pulled them up by their bootstraps. They did, yeah. I don't know. I just I, I think I'll I think, Penguin 30 is I think that Harvey was actually nominated for an award. Oh really? Oh that's alright then. Yeah. As long as he was nominated. Yeah. Get some respect. He might have actually been nominated for oh, I'm not too sure. It's so much to scroll through right now, and that's not. Yeah, I know. I wish. I wish it was podcast. kind of like a post that just had all the. Yeah, I, know, I like how they do it where they get people talking. But... Oh, I, yeah, I love it. But yeah, it'd be nice if they had uh, at the end, like just. But then everyone would just look at that. Um, but yeah, no, because uh, the only reason I'm saying that is because Hedgehog in his. Uh, in his post said thanks for recognizing Harvey at least. Yeah, because they oh, put up the winners in the Hall of Fame, but they don't put the uh, okay. So nominees. Calvin Harvey got nominated for Rookie of the Year. That that why didn't he win it? I don't know. It's uh, the best goalie in the league. Yeah, he had a nine twenty save percentage on the worst on the worst team in the EU. So he's going to be my first pick in fantasy next season. Calvin Harvey had two votes as well. He he Good was on. second in voting behind. Good Grant. one, rookie. Pardon? Who won it? Who won the... Uh, yeah, Gorlab L. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's fair. So, yeah. It's... Uh, yeah, I, I just... I'm kind of flabbergasted on how uh, Anik Bogu did, didn't win Most Improved. Yeah, hopefully this uh, podcast will shed some light on that and we'll get some people talking. Yeah. Sure. Not that anyone listens, but, you know. No, I know, but... I, I I will make an effort. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna open that up right now and go quote, uh, Hedgehog and yeah. I hopefully stir some shit from that because yeah, that's yeah. Really that's, stir the pot when no one else is awake. No, nah, I know, but to get the yeah, get so the conversation going. As soon as they wake up, they'll see my post and they'll be like, "Oh fuck, he doesn't ever post on the forums anyway." So we don't give a shit what he says. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, that that's uh, that's the awards at least, and uh, congrats to everyone. But uh, yeah, uh, moving on from that, we got a ton of trades happening in the offseason once again. Uh, no, nobody does anything in trade deadline and a shit ton happens in offseason. Yeah, so. I feel like you're always going to get the offseason ones because that's when the finances go up, all that sort of stuff happens. Yeah, I feel like everyone just spends, uh, like they have their team set for the start of the season and they're just happy to roll with, they're confident to roll with that the entire season. Um, they yeah most people are at cap anyway like yeah and the people who aren't at cap aren't looking to buy yeah that yeah, that's it yeah and yeah and then everyone I mean and with all the parity in the league too everyone's still fighting for playoff chances and feel that they can make it so there's there's actually no sellers because all the tanking teams have already sold all their players in the offseason so it's it's kind of a uh, shitty shitty setup like that I know I know we touched on trade deadline before so we won't get too far into that but no, it definitely makes yeah. for it makes for exciting off seasons, for sure with all the trades. So I figured we'd just go through a few of those. Yeah. Oh. First one I got here is uh, the DC Dragons in Toronto. Uh, Toronto got the season seventy six Davos first, which was sixth overall, if I remember correctly, off the top of my head. Yeah. And DC receives London's first season seventy six and Toronto's third for season seventy seven. So it just looks like. 
Toronto yeah. moved up the draft, I'm guessing. Yeah, just moving up the draft yeah. for uh, for a couple or for a small piece. That's it. Nothing too yeah. exciting so, there. Yeah, nothing. It wasn't very one sided either way. So yeah, yeah. Next one I have yeah. is a very similar deal. Uh, Calgary moves up from fourth to and LA moves down. To, or, sorry, LA moves to fourth and Calgary moves to third. So Calgary pays a third to move up one spot. Uh, obviously, Jubas has a player that he wants to guarantee and is willing to pay that third to move up one spot. So um, Yeah, essentially, I don't know. I guess LA maybe wanted the same person. Like, you think you just talk to the team above and say, hey, who are you picking? I mean, I, I feel like LA doesn't want the same person or else they wouldn't have made that trade. So... They're happy. Yeah, so, they're happy letting Calgary feel more confident that to take to take their player because I in this draft I feel like the top two are a lock with Tate uh, Tate Red Light going first overall and then Acid Burns player going second. So Calgary mm-hmm. just feels confident moving up, paying that asset to guarantee their guy rather than LA. Um, and then LA obviously is happy with who's left over at fourth. So um, yeah. pretty simple trade there as well. Just seems like a weird trade to me that if you're just moving up one spot, like if the person's willing to move down, they're obviously not looking at the person you were looking at. Yeah. So I mean, shouldn't need to make the trade. I guess. Yeah, I think that too. I think it's or um, I also heard that LA was shopping that pick no matter what. So maybe Calgary's just making sure that nobody else can trade for that pick to try and steal their player. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I guess LA got a third out of nothing essentially yeah. if they weren't going to pick that person anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, not a bad trade at all. Uh, so next we got Seattle and Chicago. Chicago gets Nike's player, Kyle Offson. Yep. And Seattle receives Chicago's next season, so the season 77 first round. Yeah, this is the first of many trades for Seattle, uh, selling off their players, uh, picking up lots of firsts in this offseason. Uh, yeah, I know I know personally that Warsaw was actually in on Offson. We... We had the same trade worked out, um, but Overson decided that he would rather. It was just for the rights and uh, yeah. a guaranteed signing, and yeah, Kyle Red decided. Or I don't even know who the user is. Nico. Nico. Yeah. yeah. So Nico decided that he would rather go to Chicago over Warsaw. So that's why that trade happened. Yeah, uh, I guess that's that's fair. Yeah. So yeah, Chicago picks up. I think. Uh, Nico will be the top TP player in Chicago next season. So, uh, yeah, good ad for Chicago. Yeah, looking at the season seventy-seven draft, if Seattle get a high pick out of it, you got users like RJ Fryman, you got Orbiting Deaths player, you got Hatters player. You know, you've got some. Oh yeah, fantastic players that are Yeah, yeah, for sure. So yeah, I mean, it's uh, a first for a. Overson still has three seasons left in his career, so uh, as long as he keeps earning and fights off that regression, he'll, he'll be a good player for Chicago for the next few seasons. Yeah. Uh, up next is a pretty pretty nothing trade. It was Calgary sends a fourth and Michael Olsen for a uh, Calgary or for a Moscow fourth. So I think this is uh, just a goalie, I believe, and uh, Calgary has too many, way too many goalies, and he's just Jubas is just getting them to play backup positions in other teams that have a spot. So, uh, yeah, no, that's, that's 
Yeah, that's it's fair. Good. I think they probably drafted a lot of goalies because they didn't know which ones would pan out. And they did, and they actually too many made... panned out, and they've got to get rid of them. I'll just do the next trade. Like it's not only it's the next one on our list, but um, Warsaw made the exact same trade. We got Jacob Carson, and we just swapped fourths. Uh, same thing. Calgary had literally four goalies on their roster that were active, and we just brought in a backup for free, basically. So, yeah, no, that's yeah. I guess you got to do what you got to do, kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah, it's at the point in the league where there's so many goalies that I think every single team can have an active backup goalie, which is insane. Yeah, like even myself, I know that uh, the coming season I won't be a full starter because you know we still got a goalie and. Yeah, it's kind of a rubbish time to join as a goalie. You would kind of be stuck behind the bigger players. Like even um, Hedgehog's player will now be stuck behind Calvin Harvey for how long now? Yeah, a lot of people were actually surprised to see that signing of Calvin Harvey as well with Hedgehog's player being uh, obviously wanted to be a starting goalie. But it's it's interesting because do we start to see teams going with a tandem? Uh Maybe splitting games 40-30 or right in half? Or just running who's hot? Like, I, I don't know. It's, I guess the only thing is if you want to be a Hall of Flame goalie player, uh, splitting starts is going gonna, is gonna to hurt those chances. But that's the thing is, does it not hurt your chances? Because if everyone started split starts, you'd just be, you know, you'd be compared just against everyone else. Yeah, but I, I just think that there will be that one team that, runs with an inactive goalie backup or just a bot backup and still getting 72 games. I guess if I guess it all comes down to playoff success, right? Because Rays just got inducted to the Hall of Fame, which we didn't even plan to talk about. Um, and he was a very average regular season goalie, but uh, obviously that playoff success and four MVPs. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I just I think tandems are hard for when it comes to playoffs because if you're winning in the playoffs, it's hard to switch out your starting goalie. Yeah, it's hard. You're not... You know, you're not playing in the NHL where you're getting paid $15 million to sit there and do nothing. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, yeah. You're here to look at Sims and stuff, and if you're not starting uh, half or whatever the games, it, it might become a little bit... Like, yeah, how did you feel last season only playing? Would you play eight games last season? Yeah, um, look, I didn't mind. Um, being the AGM of the team helps too, that you want the success of the team. And I'm... I'm kind of one that looks at stats about halfway through the season and then at the end of the season, I guess. I don't really look... You're not a game-to-game? Sure. I don't I don't watch game-to-game, yeah. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, well, it's it's cool to see where the league's going. I, I'm interested... It, it's hard because there's so many goalies in the league now, but the VHLM still needs active goalies down there, so all these guys are graduating, so the VHLM is dry, so... They're begging for people to create goalies so to have success for them, but there's just no future for them in the VHL. Yeah, that's the problem is you got to think if even say half the teams, you got four goalies each season, you're going to fill up eventually. Yeah. And yeah, I don't, there's no real way around it. You can expand again, but you're just losing all your, you know, then you're just stopping forwards and defensemen from doing anything. Yeah, I, I, you can only expand so much because like you can't expand just because of goalies, obviously. Uh, you need all yeah. the players and stuff. And then if you have two shitty recruitment classes, then you have all these teams that are that are empty. And yep. that's when you start going to retract and stuff like that. That's not good for the league at all. No, and you don't like doing that to GMs. You don't like doing that to players either. But 
yeah, it's, well, let's see what happens. I mean, the only time will tell. Uh, hopefully, we don't start losing uh, active people because they're playing backup. Um, I think maybe, I know there is a thing that, oh, there's too many goalies in the league. Uh, maybe think about creating a defenseman or a forward when you sign up for the league. But maybe they need to make something a little bit more, uh, more known. Like, you may be a backup for a few seasons if you if you create a goalie. Which means yeah, that's the thing too. You can get a like a starting job straight away in the VHLM. You can do you know, and then if say you join halfway through the late season, you know, half season, you're even a starter for a weak team, and you get drafted high, and you're a starter for a good team, and you go win a cup, and you think, oh, oh, this is easy. Yeah, and then you sit playing as a backup for three seasons. Yeah, that's. I don't know. I, I like like I said, only time will tell, and we'll go from there. I mean, I, we we brought in Carson, and he's been an awesome guy in our locker room already. So we're really excited to have him. Uh, yeah, I yeah. Mean, I know. I've already been approached next season. I'll just probably. I said I'll just play backup again if I need to. Yeah. But I'm I'm hot at the moment. I'm five and one in the WJC. Oh yeah, with uh, Team World, right? Team World five and one. Yeah. Uh, I think we've got one more lot of Sims before the medal round. So you know, doing well. Yeah, nice. Winning cup, winning medals for Australia. That's that's the main thing. Actually, yeah. my player's not even Australian. No, he's Fiji. Fijian. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, that's good. I just thought I'd bring that up, make Big Al Big Al happy. Yeah, yeah. Talk about W. Yeah, WJC. Does he even listen to our podcast? I don't think he does. I don't know. No, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you said the exact same thing in a past podcast, and he commented on the on the podcast saying, uh, "By the way, I do listen to every single podcast." <laughs> and you just, yeah, well, did he listen to the last one? He, That's the thing. I don't know. You'd have to ask him. I don't think many people. I want to find the 14 people who listened <laughs> and see what yeah. they thought. <laughs> there was no comment, so they must even Boom didn't comment, and he's a guaranteed every single episode. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I think we should, uh, I'm going to create a Google form and everyone raise the episode out of 10 yeah. on that, hopefully. Uh, we'll see about that. Uh, speaking of people listening, did you contact Gorlab at all about getting him on the show? Uh, oh, look, let's just one say One no. job. I'm going to message you every day until the next podcast, until you do it. Okay. Uh, I yeah. messaged him recently. It was just about other things. <laughs> a little bit sidetracked, though, but... Um, uh, ne- anyways, next trade. We saw a Cinnamon Block go to DC for uh, DC's first this year. Uh, yeah, Cinnamon, Cinnamon Block is... Oh my god, it's him's player, I believe. Yep. OMG, it's him. And yeah, DC, DC's defense had two big players retire this year, so uh, they had to go out and acquire some talent down there if they want to compete again next season so and dc's pick like it's a higher one isn't it probably about no i think what? it's not it's, it'd be a lower single digits does, does it go based on playoff seating in vhl or is it just standings i don't know if, if it's like the nhl and it's playoff seating um it would be the second last pick in the first round because they made it to the finals yeah okay uh if it's not i think it would be it would still be like 10th, 11th range? It's 15th overall. Okay, yeah. So yeah, it does go by playoff seating. I just read through the comments and yeah. Steph said that it's a bit high for a season 69. He said 15th overall. So 
Yeah. yeah I, I don't know. Interesting. Um, it will be Cinema Block's last season, so if Prague's not looking to compete this season, then, you know, get something out of it, I guess. Yeah, and I don't think Prague is. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, they get a, get a first this season, they get to pick up another good player. This draft is... Is Prague ever, con- ever contending? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to throw. So, sorry, I, I, I like DA, so I'm not going to throw too much shade at him. <laughs> but yeah, I yeah, I like. Him too. He'll know it's a joke. Yeah. Hopefully, he, he won't listen anyway. So, no, that's, that's true. Yeah. We can say whatever we want. He's going to find. That's what, how we should do. Figure out who listens. We're going to find out those shade everyone, yeah. and the people who comment back. Yeah. They're the ones who listen. We, so we just got to find out those 14, so we don't talk shit about them. Yeah, because <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're, they're, they're the true listeners. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, next trade is another Seattle selling off. Uh, Chris Rice goes to Moscow for Vincalia in his second this year. Yeah. Uh, I think this is a, what do you think of that one? I think it's a great trade for Seattle. Um, Vincalia has 600 and something TPE, uh, is three or four seasons younger than Rice, who's going into his last season. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, Moscow's all in this year. They're, doing whatever it takes to get higher TPE and going for that cup. So, uh, but yeah, Seattle's definitely happy with that, doing a little bit of a retool, Bana is. And I, I think Seattle, even after selling all their players, they're still going to be competitive this year. So, uh, yeah, but just somehow always, uh, I don't know how he does it. Bana being Bana. He's, he's a nightmare to talk to in trade negotiations. Uh, yeah, he, he doesn't like losing people. That's nah. for sure. So, Muff and I were in contact with him for a trade for a while. We were trying to, we were talking, we talked about, uh, Nyko at first and then we touched on rice a little bit, but then we heard the offer. We're like, Oh, we can't match that. Um, we tried to pry Ferk out of his hand in Timothy Brown and Muff had problem with his eyes. So he passed the trade negotiations off to me for a day. And, uh, yeah, yeah he's, he's, uh, there's no winning with him. He, he doesn't give anything. He talks his own players up and, uh, overvalues his guys, which is which is fine. Uh, yeah, we eventually came to a deal, but yeah, it took a took a lot of a lot of talk to. I I just I, I went back to work and I'm like, ah, Muff, you can take back over those trade negotiation talks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I was uh, nothing bad. It was civil. Uh, Ben said he was happy to talk to me and uh, told Muff that I I was a great AGM for him, so that was good. Get to boost my confidence and ego a little bit yeah see whenever people message me for a trade i know that they're just trying to get one over gustav by messaging me first <laughs> yeah. well yeah and you're not shy talking about how bad you are at trading so oh 100 yeah. everyone knows it yeah but no it's good uh yeah i mean i think bennett does well really well on that trade and moscow gets what victor gets what he wants trying to compete this season yeah i remember one time in the vhlm uh, Ray's contacted me when I was AGM for Gustav and he gave me like this trade and even I knew it was bad and um, I took it to Gustav uh, Gustav, and told him that it was I accepted it Yeah, and he lost it he's like <laughs> what? this is not good value at all I'm like oh I guess I know that <laughs> oh, well, you should have played it off just kept going going yeah um, he always I always would message saying, this person contacted trade. He's like, yeah, they're just trying to go over my head. Yeah. Get you to say yes and then come as users like a bargaining chip. Yeah. I got, another thing I learned this week too was uh, with those trade negotiations that 
a verbal contract means nothing in this league. So we can agree to trades over PMs, but until you actually accept it over the portal, it means nothing. So, because um, I because I know we did come to agree on the trade, Muff had sent the trade offer to Banna, but he waited like two days to actually accept it. And I'm like, what's going on? He's like, oh, he's probably still shopping that player and trying to get something better. I'm like, yeah, but he verbally agreed to the contract. I mean, that's that's a binding contract. He's like, oh, not in the VHL, it's not. I'm like, well, that's fucking yeah, that's, that's stupid. There's different rules over there. Yeah. No, it's the same. It's the same thing in Canada. A verbal contract's a binding contract. I guess. They yeah, have, it's just. Make that joke, really. Oh, so it's not bad. Went over your head. Dry humor, Ozzy. Oh, I was going to say. Dry humor, Ozzy. <laughs> Why do you ever take anything I, I, I say seriously? Talk. Oh, fuck. Dry Ozzy humor. But yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so many times that's so, happened. In like, I'll say something and people are like, oh, I, I did not mean to offend you. Yeah. Like, yeah. Taking the piss, mate. I'm uh, I'm pretty good for picking it up, I, normally, I would say. Yeah, usually, yeah. Yeah. You, that one just wasn't funny. Yeah, probably. just not funny. You could have just gone with Sorry. that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, moving on. The next one, DC Dragons and Davos. Uh, it was just a return of the conditional trade that was done yeah. last season, so nothing special. Nothing to talk about. Uh, uh, I'll do the next one. Calgary Warsaw. Uh, we already went through this one. That yeah. was the yeah, that was a goalies pickup for free. Okay. Mine are boring. Uh, Moscow. Gets Malmo's third for season seventy eight for Oscar Lagason. Yeah, that's that's Fever's player. We just talked about his beard. Um, yep. I think I think Fever's going into his last season or second last season or something. Uh, has about five hundred TPE and um, Malmo or Moscow just doesn't have the space for him with uh, Roke Davis and Alex Latang on the back. And yeah, Malmo adds to their decor. Obviously losing Condor Adrian so. Uh, good pickup for Malmo, I think, for just a third. So, yeah, just a, just a depth move, I would say, and yeah, good trade. Uh, yeah, next one we we see London trading Jay Jones, Ryan Schwarz, and a second for Moscow's first, second, and third. Uh, first and second in seventy-seven, and a third in seventy-six. Yeah, um, this looks like a big one to break down. What are your Initial thoughts. So this, to me, this is another um, Moscow just going all in. They're getting all the TPE they can to try and go on a run this season. Uh, I know, I think Eno's been very vocal that he will test FA with this player. So okay, yeah, he'll only have, so Moscow will probably only have Ryan Shores for one season. Um, if he decides to resign, resign that will be, uh, that's up in the air to be honest. But... Um, Jay Jones, uh, another good player, around mid 500 TPE. Uh, yep. He'll be the second line center behind Latin on Moscow. And then, yeah, London. London's kind of going in the opposite direction that I was expecting. Like, I thought with their trade last year to, to grab Magnum and um, Pieces player Killinger, that they would be going all, all in compete for the next few seasons. But, um, yeah, the I guess they, things just haven't worked out. I know... McWolf has been shopping Chad Magnum as well, so uh, maybe just a little bit of a retool for London. Yeah, it's it's strange to think that you know a uh, expansion team hasn't been around long, hasn't really had a whole lot of success going into a retool already. I'm not saying anything bad about uh, McWolf there, but you know, yeah, I, I think I, I think he was a little bit disappointed, a little bit disappointed with how 
London performed last season. Uh, I mean, they they made the playing round. They lost to Moscow in the in the playing round. Um, I think McWolf he was sitting around second, uh, was first in the league to start the season. Sat around second for a while and then kind of just trailed off at the end of the season. So maybe just a bit disappointed in his team makeup and decided that it wasn't going to work. And um, instead of losing. I know for nothing at the end of the season, he figured he'd turn him into something. I'm not sure what yeah. the Jay Jones story is there. Uh, um, it looks like here they've got eight forwards and six D, so they've still got enough depth to really go through. I think their problem is um, their goalie depth might not be there quite yet. Yeah, um, and there's not really too many, too much star power on that on that team for forwards either. So. Yeah, so I I don't know. Yeah, they all look kind of like second liners. Yeah. Don't they? Yeah. Um but yeah, value wise for this trade, I don't really know how to break it down. Uh I mean there's a lot going on, so uh it's it's pretty good. Yeah, well even if you look if you take out the two seconds, yeah. It's it's Ryan Schwartz for a first and Jay Jones for a third. Yeah, yeah. So I mean I, I think that's that's pretty on par. I I wouldn't really say it's huge one way or the other. No, yeah, and and if and if Shores is only for one season, then yeah, it's that's that's probably why the value is a little bit lower than what it should have been. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I mean it, it just it makes sense for where both teams are deciding to go, and yeah, we'll see what happens this season. Um, so moving on to the next one, we got DC Dragons and Riga, uh, Joe Kelly for a third. Yeah, I think DC that. Gets Joe Kelly. Yeah, Joe Kelly um, is Emidaz player, I believe. Uh, yeah, he's an automatic twelve TP player from the SBA affiliate. Um, one of the, I think he was a first rounder last year for Riga, one of the many in season seventy five. And I think like, Riga's having a problem right now. If you look at their roster, he has uh, Hedgehog has like twelve forwards on that roster, and he's just trying to get rid of players. But um, yeah, well. Um... MDS hasn't updated since November twenty second. Oh, so okay. there could be a huge back cap coming and boost yeah. up in TPE, but really only sitting at two sixty five TPA at the moment. So yeah, so I guess that's yeah. Uh, that's, I understand trading that for a third. Yeah, DC trying to hoping to get him back updating and getting that auto twelve again. Uh, yeah, um, Eno might does Eno do more in the EFL community? I guess. Uh, I think he's bigger. I think he's wait. Is Emidas? That's Emidas is SBA. SBA, sorry, yeah. Is Eno in the SBA? I I believe he is. Yes. Yeah. So maybe that's why Eno's hoping that um we get a bit of pull back to the league, yeah. hopefully, and, and Riga just thinks get something out of it rather than nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, they just don't have the room. But yeah, with these affiliate guys, at least you know where to find them. You know they're not just going to disappear off the face of the earth so um yeah there's always a chance that he can bring him back so low risk high reward type of move yeah and uh well what i think one of the biggest trades is seattle getting rara rasputin and moscow receiving jacob tun yeah this was uh this was mind-blowing to me on this one i don't think any of the league expected this so i am still kind of part of the seattle locker room and I knew this was going on and um, Mexican Cow has already stated that he's going to retire a few seasons early yeah. to create with I think it's Zetterberg and a couple other guys they're going to make 
a lot of like four brothers or something like that. So yeah, yeah. Um, and then getting someone like Victor, who you you know you're guaranteed to get twelve TP a week from him, and only one season old. Yeah. Well, also, yeah. as a GM player, can't sign back to their team on free agency. So, but there's something with that goalie rule, correct? So I mean, it's only if no one else picks them in free agency that then they can pick them. Oh, ah, okay. So like if Seattle, like they pretty much have to ah. sit in free agency. No one says yes. Ah, okay. Then they're allowed to pick them up. All right. Yeah. I just I don't know. I just see it weird that like Victor created the goalie obviously to um, be the future starter of Moscow and. Uh, yeah, I, I just seen a like a weird trade for I don't know to get a player that you know is going to retire and just to go all in on that uh cup for the season. And to be honest, like to I, me, Seattle wins that. Oh, so yeah, so yeah, easy, easy win for sure. Uh, but yeah, no, I it's I don't know for for the little bit of TPE gain. I mean, I, it is quite a bit, but I still don't see. I look, I look at Moscow's roster and it's decent, but. It's all it's all really heavy top end and then a bunch of middle players. So I I wouldn't be surprised if Moscow is not even the top league and our top team in the EU this season. I guess maybe Victor's going in this season, wants to go in. Yeah. I guess you've got a decent front line of Chris Rice and Lantanen. Um and now I guess you could probably put Schwartz up on the top line. Yeah. You've got a decent defense with Latang and Brock Davis. Yeah, the other two guys Maybe are... filling in Jacob Ton. Yeah. Getting a better goalie might be the one thing they need. Maybe, yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. I mean, if he goes up and wins a cup, obviously every trade he made is worth it. But yeah, I just, I, I'm not sold on this one, on Victor's part. Yeah, I guess maybe Victor's looking short term. Banner's definitely looking long term. So Yeah. And yeah, just another reason that Seattle will be competitive season in, season out if GMs keep making trades with Banner like that. Yeah. It's, it's, Bit surprising to me, but, yeah. but oh, we'll, we'll see how it works out this season. Uh, next one we saw a defense man go to DC for a second and a fourth, and Cal- uh, DC also received a third from Calgary. I don't, I don't have that trade. So oh, okay, so yeah, so defense man is Mike's player. He's at about five hundred and fifty yeah. TPE. Um, just another one that DC is trying to shore up that defense to. Uh, um, from the, reti- the retired players that they lost this offseason. Um, and so, you know, just trying to stay competitive and doing a good job there. Pretty good value, I think. Uh, Calgary, I think, is running into cap problems again. So, Jubis even changed his player to defense for the last season. So, yeah, that's just Jubis loves making moves and changing things up and trying to stay competitive. Uh, still pushing to get that cup for Calgary and. We'll see if the moves he made this offseason will make a difference. Yeah. Uh, yeah, not, I don't think a whole lot um, to say. Anything else to say there? Hello? What's the next one you've got on the list? Oh. I just want to make sure I didn't miss any others. Oh, yeah. I got uh, Moscow receiving a second for uh, Lucas Brandt and a third to Chicago. Yeah, that's just a yeah. cap dump, I'm guessing, for Moscow, clearing some space. Yeah, cap dump for Moscow, and Chicago picks up a 500 TPE filler before he starts regressing next season. Yeah, and also you're looking at a second and a third trade for season 78, so yeah. you know, it could be a low second and a high third. Yeah, I know Victor yeah. was 
was trying to get anything he could for Brandon. No GMs were biting, so uh, at least they got a little bit of a pick upgrade. Yeah. So nothing big there. Uh, next one I got is Calgary receiving Moscow's first and London receiving Chicago's first. Straight up first trade. Uh, London gets a first this year and Calgary turns one of their three firsts this season into a first next season, so. Yeah, that's kind of, you're hoping that it's interesting receiving Moscow's first next season, though, because on paper it looks like they're going to try and compete, so. Yeah, it's going to be, be interesting there. It's going to be a low first, but I mean, that's, Jubis has done really well with this in Calgary, uh, turning assets and having multiple firsts pretty much every season that he's been a GM, he's had multiple firsts and which really helps him be able to make all those moves and change a team up and be flexible with that cap and stuff. So, um, yeah, it's, that's never bad. He's going to get his guy at third overall and I believe he has another pick as well. So it's, it's not bad stocking that prospect up and having any first for next year. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's true. So. Just, I think sometimes Jubis might be a bit trigger happy from the looks and what I've seen. Oh, uh, yeah. Always does well in the regular season, just hasn't been able to convert it too much in the playoffs, yeah. I guess. I, I mean, you got to relate that to some bad luck as well, right? Oh, yeah, it's not all yeah. It's not all him. I'm assuming he's not going out there sabotaging the no, no. playoffs. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I think Trigger Happy would be the best way to describe Jubis, uh, Jubis's GM style since he's taken over Calgary. Uh, the next one we got... Uh, you might as well do this one. This one affects you a little bit. Oh, I got I got one more in between that. What did I do? I don't know. I got uh, Riga receiving season seventy eight Toronto first for Sir Sir Kant's Clemasteris. Oh uh, yeah, his own player. Yeah, that's Hedgehog's player. Uh, you know, I I don't even think I saw this trade. So I guess Hedgehog has decided to run with uh, Calvin Harvey, and Toronto picks up him to be a future starter. Yeah, and um, is it conditional? Um, what's the what's the condition? There is a condition to this trade if um if he doesn't re-sign with Toronto at the end of the current contract, oh, the yeah. first becomes a third. Oh wow! So that's just peace, making sure that Hedge doesn't screw him over. I guess. Yeah, yeah. So he gets uh either he gets his starter for two seasons now. Or he gets to get a starter for his career and only gets up a third for it. For Yeah, yeah I wonder how long the re-signing is. Oh, I think like he's, a, if... he's a season 75 player, right? So, I mean, he's got two more years on his contract before he has to re-sign. Yeah, I mean, like, when he re-signs, oh, is yeah. one year enough or is it yeah. three years, you know? Oh, I mean, yeah, I think the thing just says to re-sign. So he, he can resign for one year. Um, Or, or try, maybe Toronto decides they want to keep that first and doesn't even try to resign him. It's all in uh, it's all in pieces hands there for sure. Yeah, well, I wonder what would happen if he just didn't offer him a contract. Yeah, well, I mean, the, it it changes to a third, right? That's the that's the condition. Yeah, I just wonder if that if uh, yeah, Hedge would Hedge might get upset about appreciate that. Appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, but uh, yeah, I didn't see this one actually. So it just happened yesterday. It's interesting to see a lot of uh, GMs trading away their own players now, yeah. especially the goalie created ones. Yeah. Um, I, I'm just happy that uh, best goalie in the league, Calvin Harvey, has a permanent starting spot now. Yeah. 
I was also looking at goalies before because I just wanted to kind of see who was on what team. Yeah. New York has three goalies at the moment. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that's what I mean. Like, the league is so saturated with active goaltenders that um, that I don't be touching off on that but to get too much into it. But, yeah, it's it's insane how many active goaltenders there are in the league. And there's still some coming up. Like, I, something's going to have to happen or we're not going to have enough room for... Like, some teams are going to have to have three goalies. Yeah. I know I've seen someone suggest possibly adding a goalie-to-player switch in the player store. Yeah, so, but I don't know. If you've created a goalie and you've put 250 TPE in them. Yeah, I mean, I, if I created a goalie in the league, was like, well, I wouldn't now, but if I was new in the league and I created a goalie and I was like, oh, you're going to be a backup for the next four seasons of your career and then you might get a starting spot and I had the yeah, option to switch the player, I, I probably would switch and then maybe recreate a goalie when the league isn't so saturated with goalies. Mm. But no, it's a, that season 75 draft really... Uh, I, I hope... I, I don't know what the retention's like in, in that draft so far, but yeah, hopefully, hopefully it keeps up and everyone recreates from that draft and hopefully not as many goalies, obviously. Uh, yeah. You got the next trade there? Yeah, um, this is your one. Yeah. Uh, Warsaw versus Seattle. Well, verse. Uh, Warsaw gets uh, Utrecht, which is Leafs player, I believe. Yeah, Leafs player. And season 78, Seattle third. And Seattle received season 76, Warsaw first. And season 77, Warsaw second. Yeah, so this was uh, uh, Warsaw's looking to add to our success last year. Uh, felt like we needed more power up front. Uh, Utrecht definitely brings that. Uh, it's got about 750, I think, applied TPE and still has some banked for regression next year. Uh, and we just felt like we didn't need a first this year. Uh, there's some good prospects, don't get me wrong, at maybe a ninth overall pick. But uh, felt that adding, we have a good prospect pool already and good young players that adding a, adding a good player this season helps us out more than making that pick. Yeah, um... Sorry. Yeah, I think I think it's a fair trade. Um, I think even you trade for a first and a second probably it would be reasonable. So the fact you got a third out of it too, I think it plays well for both people. Yeah. Um, no one won. No one lost. I, yeah, I think it's straight down the line. Yeah. Yeah, pretty happy with it. And then uh, next up, Riga Calgary. Is that right? I think this is the last one I have. I've got three more. Oh, do you? Okay. Um, yeah, okay, uh, Riga Calgary, Riga get Lewis Dawson and Calgary's season seventy seven third. Calgary get Liam Fischel, yeah. uh, Malmo's second for season seventy six, and Davos's fourth for season seventy six. Yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah, I think this is Calgary just dumping cap. To be honest, uh, yeah, Riga gave up more than I expected for that, but uh, Riga still got tons of picks, so. And then the oh, there's two more, isn't there? Um, let's mother just move on to the next one where. Uh, oh yeah, Lewis Dawson got yeah, moved again moved for again. A, to a second. Yeah. So yeah, um, I, so... I, yeah, it's, it was kind of a. Uh, I don't really understand the move for Hedge to make that first move to get Dawson, because um, he didn't get anything extra really. He gave up a second and got a second back, so. Uh, maybe the yeah, and you go from a season seventy-six second to a season seventy-seven second. Yeah. Uh, Davos a second, so I'm hoping it's going to be a, a high second, but you know it could be anywhere. No, you're hoping it's going to be a low second. 
No, what? Yeah, I'm in a high number, like oh, yeah. 35th overall Sorry. kind of thing. So, yeah. uh, looking at it from a math brain. Yeah. But yeah, um, uh, maybe Hedge hopes that Davos doesn't figure it out by then and uh, maybe he already has, I don't know what draft picks he has, but maybe he already has a few seconds this year and just turning assets into future assets. Yeah, well, if you just say, just look at the second for Dawson, then you got Fischl in a fourth for a third. Like, I don't... Yeah. I think Calgary won, and I think Davos won. I think Riga kind of lost both those trades in one go. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh... Oh, I'll see what happens. I mean, there's pretty minor moves. I I don't put too much stock into seconds and thirds, really. Uh, I don't get me wrong. You, you do get great Fischl players. Fischl is a, a between a six and a ten weekly earner, so yeah, um, still decent enough that doing trivia and that sort of thing. So yeah, just some depth for Calgary, I guess, and cheap contracts. Yeah. What they need because uh, yeah, they they've obviously they spend the cap every year and. Those rookie contracts make it a lot easier to stay under that cap. So, Kendrick did say something when he came in the Discord that he got traded to Riga and then told them that they wanted to play for a contender. Okay. Uh, so, Hedge then shipped him off. So, maybe that was some of the reason why um, it happened. Oh, yeah. Trying to help help out a player. Yeah, so, so, maybe, so maybe Hedge was planning on using Dawson to as a veteran to bring the rookies into the league and give them some help. But yeah, I'm surprised that Kendrick was okay going to Davos if he wanted to go to a contender. Yeah, look, I knew, I knew as soon as I said that, I was going to get some backlash. Uh, but I, 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 I still think that Davos has a good team. I'm, I'm surprised they haven't done well the last two seasons. I, I know Gus gets lots of shit in, in Discord and stuff like that and on the forums, but uh, no, he's done a good job in Davos and hopefully they can start having some success. Well, when the all-star goalie finally gets the starts. Oh, is Riga trading Calvin Harvey there? Or... <laughs> <laughs> ah, that was, that was decent. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, last, last trade. I, I, it's crazy how many trades there actually were when you start going through them all. This was going to be like a five-minute segment yeah. that lasted too long. Yeah. Uh, Calgary receives Riley Couture, Sheldon Juniper, uh, Vancouver season 77 third and Vancouver receives Malmo first and the Calgary second uh, um, I'm going to give it to Calgary here I think yeah well that's I so think. there's that third pick that Calgary had uh, in the first round so uh, Jubas did end up moving two of them yeah um, so he just got third overall now and that's the last pick in the first round so 16th overall pick for Vancouver and yeah Riley Couture is a good center so um, more depth and I don't know too much about Sheldon Juniper no uh, getting about 10 uh, about 12 TP a week not bad oh yeah um, played three seasons VHLM yeah hasn't done too much really um, but been moved around a little bit I wonder if they've kind of come back from yeah I mean 350 350 TP as a season 75 player I mean it's not Amazing, but it's not bad either. Yeah, that's true. And yeah, that I mean that Calgary roster looks good. Uh, stack. I mean, it's a little bit less stacked actually. Oh, he's got no defense at all. So Jubas was moving to defense. 
then they'll have six forwards and three defensemen. So yeah, it'll be mm-hmm. interested to see what happens. Well, it does have LA's first, so I'm wondering if I think this is probably a good time than any to go in and have a look at the draft and Oh, that'll be that'll be who they're picking a, a defenseman, obviously. Yeah. Um do you well, want pretty sure that Do you wanna a... get too much into the draft where you're already over an hour and twenty minutes? Well let's just go through because we're going to miss the draft by the time we do our next podcast. Yeah, okay. Probably. Yeah. Just go through the top five and say who we think. Yeah, so I, I think the player that I see Calgary picking, and I this is just from listening to Juice and Lamb's podcast. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they'd pick up Beavis. Uh, who's a defensive there. I think Beavis will be available. Because I think, uh, like I said earlier, Tate in red light goes first overall to New York. And yep. and then uh, Acid and Sandstrom goes to Prague because him and DA are good friends. Yeah, 100% Acid. So, yeah. to, um, so I think Prague, those... Especially now that they're working together as yeah, well. Those are an absolute lock, I would say. And then... I think it's Beavis. You think, I don't yeah? see why you pass Beavis. I wonder, if, I wonder if Tom Eagles is their guy there. Yeah, possibly, but to me, Beavis earns 12 a week, no matter what. Yeah. There's no reason to pass up on Beavis. Are you, I just wonder if you're, are you worried about um, Beavis leaving in UFA in a few seasons? Yeah, but they can't, Beavis can't go to Vancouver though. Yeah, that's true. But he, that's the thing, you, you could convince, you could sign with a player or sign with any team. I don't, I don't know if there's rules against this, but... Couldn't you sign with any team and then just give up a free second to trade you to your own team? You could, but if you signed for a team, why would you take a second? Well, I mean, I, I just I, if I if I'm if I'm a player negotiating and I'm, but I'm also a GM and I go to a team and say, "Hey, I'll sign with your team if you trade me to myself for a second or a third round pick." Which GM's going to say no to a free asset? Yeah, I guess so, but I think coming from Beavis, that it's, would get scrutinized. It's a bad luck as a commissioner, you think? Yeah, yeah. I think if maybe if Hedge did something like that, people would be a bit. Yeah, it'd yeah. be a bit easier to sweep it under the rug. But I think if Beavis does it, yeah, that's... I think Beavis is a lot for you. you think and you... I think the only way you get rid of Beavis is a trade. Yeah, I okay. think. So do you think Beavis is a lock at third overall? But I would. I, I don't know. You know, there might have been talks behind the scenes, but yeah. I think I picked Beavis at third. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, um, Juice Juice and Lamb's podcast. They they did a whole mock draft for the first round, and they had Tom Eagles going third overall, and then Beavis going to LA with Josh. So. Yeah, but maybe that's why Josh moved down because knows that Calgary wanted. Tom Eagles. Yeah, and, and that's what they said too. That Calgary had their guy, and and they thought that guy was Tom Eagles. So, um, yeah, that's. I don't know too much about it because I haven't done research, but I mean, if if I'm competing like Calgary is, and their their windows running out with all their like Jubis players retiring and stuff like that, obviously, I want to pick the best available player to just get that extra TPE boost for my team this season. Yeah, you've only got one season essentially to make your. You run. Yeah. You've only got three defensemen. Yeah, yeah. You got to pick the best, the best available. 
in my opinion. Because you got Jubis, you got Talender retiring. Yeah. LaFontaine's only got two seasons left. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah their window's really yes. running out. Uh, but who knows? I mean, Tom Eagles, isn't, he's not too far behind. And if, if that's their guy and he he's convinced that Eagles will stay with Calgary their entire career, then, yeah. That's... Yeah, so then you've got, um, with the fifth pick, uh, with the, yeah, so we're saying that LA probably takes yeah, Beavis. Beavis or Eagles, whoever's left. And then with the fifth and sixth pick going to Toronto, who do you think they take there? So I think that, uh, like, Raze is a, I think Raze is a pick there. Yep. Um, he's the best forward left in this draft for a long time. But I think that, the big pick of this draft is going to be Christoph Welsh, and that's Juice's player. Uh, I listened, like I said, I listened to their podcast, and he 100% said that he will spend his entire career with the team that drafts him. He says he, he has no plans to leave in UFA. So, I mean, if a player saying that, like, if I had the top five pick, I would probably be even reaching for him just, just hearing that. He's a top earner. He's, he's a first gen, which I know people feel is risky, but... I think he his commitment to this league has been off the charts, and having a player like that to that's that's saying he's going to spend his entire career uh, with one team is is huge. Yeah. Yeah. So you pick. You think you pick Christoph Welch over uh, Boom's player there? Yeah. So I don't. I never heard any of this. I messaged Boom, but they were saying that Boom said he's going to be going inactive for a little while. Um, yeah, look, I've I've heard him say that sort of stuff where you know he's kind of he used to be a big earner all the time and now he's here more just for the the fun and enjoyment out of it. So he said he'll do tasks when he wants to, and yeah. if he doesn't want to do a task, he won't do a task. So I mean, I, I think he's been his, his earnings been really consistent since he's come back, though. I don't think he's missed anything. Um, but they said he's actually like, going to be going inactive for a few months, like not on the league at all, not earning at all. Okay. Um, I messaged. So him. how far does that drop? How far do you think that drops him down? I don't know. They dropped him down to, I think, 15th overall. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, that'll be... See, look. Yeah. I don't know if I'd drop him down that far. No, I don't think so either. Like... I think maybe down to 9 or 10, maybe. Yeah. I can see Seattle picking up Boom. Yeah. I Bannon likes his first gens. I can see... I think Hex Rose is a lock for Seattle. Hex Rose would be a great pickup. Yeah. Yeah, He's he is super into the league. Um, yeah, great first gen. Already on VSN, pumping out articles left, right, and center. Uh, super invested in the league, for sure. Okay, let's go through. Who do you see being a big... Uh, who do you think goes way above their TPE? And who do you think drops down? I guess we'll probably say that Boom drops down a little bit. Yeah, I think Boom... Doesn't go as high. As boom drops. Um, I don't know, like... I think I think Welch goes. Like a, it's not really going up too much, but I think he goes up a few positions higher. Um, I can see Hex Rose going up a few positions as well. Um, I don't know too what much. What about Motza? Do you see that? Could you see Motza going up quite which, high? So which player is Motza's? Mac Gruber, one hundred and fifty TPE at the moment. Oh, okay. I don't know. I think it's. I don't think he goes much higher than what his TPE is, but just because. He went inactive for a while there, and he's still... I think his activity is still... He's just on welfare, but I wonder if he's chatting behind the scenes to anyone and they reach a little bit. Yeah. 
I, I, I was wondering if Boom's doing the same thing, if he has a team that he wants to go to and he's trying to tank his stock to try and get dropped to that team. Yeah, we've, we've just ruined his whole team, yeah. whole idea. Yeah. He's but, not going on the podcast now. Uh, I don't know too much about the later people in this draft to really talk about who's going to go higher than... Yeah, I'm, I'm just scrolling through to yeah. see if any names really stick out, but not really, to no. be honest. No, and I'm sure there will be stills. There always are. There are always guys that are drafted in the second round that all of a sudden be super active in the league, and yeah. I hope there is in this draft as well. Uh, very top-heavy draft, I would say. Uh, I think Toast's player, Phoenix Dawson, he's been earning max since he's come back into the league as well. Uh, I think he'll be a great pickup for whoever drafts him. Uh, Caitlin Catawise will be good first gen. Uh, yeah, I think it's um, Caledon Kvothi, yeah, Danger Goldings player. Yeah, I think if you get someone from the SBA, and you'd probably be able to. Yeah, and I think get he's, a fair bit. I think he's a. I know he's a GM over there. He might even be a commissioner over there as well. So, uh, yeah, pretty lock in guys that if they do start falling off, you know where to find them and can hopefully get them back. Yeah, earning again. But no, it'll be a it'll be a good draft. I think it's tomorrow, isn't it? Or it'll be Saturday morning for us. Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I probably won't pay attention. No, nah, probably not. I don't think we. Have I mean, uh, I'm an AGM. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I will. We don't have. Uh, any... I'll be watching. Warsaw has no picks anyway, so. Uh, uh, I don't think Dallas has picks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll see what happens there. I'm sure we'll talk about the draft a bit more next week. We've got a second overall, so I probably right. shouldn't be t- saying about people who might jump up the draft because <laughs> they might be giving away yeah, yeah. people that go start off the draft. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think the I mean, we had another segment to do, but I don't think we'll do that with the time we're at today. Yeah, I think my, um, we'll just quickly run through UFA. Uh, got Dakota Lamb testing free agency. Uh, he's the he's the big name. This pretty much the only big name I would say. Yeah. Um, so his rights weren't up for sale. No, where uh, Lamb has been very open with us. He said he's going to be testing uh, from from the start of the season. Really, he's, he, we talked to him. He's been he's wanted to test UFA since he's come into the league. So um, we're happy that with with that. Uh, we think we still have a good shot to sign him again. Uh, but we'll see what happens there. We're we're hoping. Yeah. That... So it's not that he wants out. He's just no. seeing what else is out there. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't want out. He's He's very happy in Warsaw. He, uh, I mean, we made him our captain last year, knowing that he would be testing UFA. So, uh, he just wrote a little article about Warsaw and how happy he has been there, and wouldn't wouldn't want to be on any other team to start his career. So, yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna put a good offer together, obviously, and hope that Lamb stays with Warsaw coming into the season. Yes, I'm guessing it's more. Is it a money thing that he wants, or? No, uh, I don't think so. I, th- I think he's just, I think he's just excited about the idea of testing UFA and having people chase him. Yeah, that's fair. That's so, fair. Yeah. So, um, and then yeah, after that, there's just some depth players uh, all around. Three, four hundred TPE. Um, Xavier Lefleurment is the best, next best player on that list with five hundred and ninety-six TPE on DC. Yep. Um, still active, still earning. So that would be a that would be a loss if he ends up leaving DC. Um, yeah, I, we've got um, Squirrely Dan, uh, 460 TPE. Yeah. I'm still a little bit active welfare, Anna. Yeah, yeah, he's a little, hasn't been 
is it was a season seventy one, I believe, so he has just regressed. Uh, but yeah, still a good, still a good depth player, like a good fifth or sixth forward on the team is uh, would be good. So that'd be a loss to Chicago if they did end up losing him. Um, and then same with Adam Syrik on Chicago, uh, three hundred ninety four TPE, season seventy two player. So um, still earning welfare in that as well. But just just a depth guy, and that's basically what the rest of the list is, right? Yeah, it's you got you know. Uh, Proto's player, you've got Penny Penny's player, you know, all the inactives now, so yeah. Um, they might get picked up, they might not. Yeah, anything can happen, I guess. I mean, I think they will be picked up, it just depends on who has cap space and who who signs them to uh, do those inactive contracts. So, good depth guys if you have the cap space, and there's actually even more guys around like 300 to 350 TPE that will be available. Um, there and there might they might not get picked up. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot of people going to yeah. UFA. So let's see what happens. I don't think it would be too exciting. I think Lamb, Lamb and Lafleur will be the the big signings this off season, and we'll see where they go. Yeah, it'll be interesting because you see you don't see anything at all happens behind closed doors. So, yeah, you, yeah, you don't know what the contract talks or what players want to do or where they want to go. And normally, if there is a big player going to UFA. Uh, and they're they're adamant on changing teams that 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 player's rights will get dealt, and that player will usually have talks with that team whether or not they want to sign with them before they even test. So, uh, yeah, it's it's not a it's not a big part of the league really with the UFA. Yes, uh, you know it'll be interesting to see what happens where they go, but I don't think we'll see too much about it. Nah, but uh, yeah, I mean the will off season will be. Will be interesting with the draft and a little bit of UFA, and uh, next season we'll be right back into it again. I'm excited for this season coming up. Yeah, Warsaw looks a good spot. Um, I don't know. Expect- I, I think I think Davos will finish higher, but yeah. you know that's just me. EU should be really competitive once again. Uh, Riga has all their season 75 players up, and then uh, yeah, the NA. I mean it. Team just keep getting better and better. Uh, obviously, people retire, but with these big draft classes, uh, there's so many players in the league now that anything can happen. But uh, well, I think we'll look into more of that when we get to next season and see the finalized rosters and uh, once the season starts. Yeah. Um, so I think that probably wraps up the episode. It's been a bit of a long one. Most of it, it is, was yeah. trade talk. A lot of trade talk. We had a lot about... We had a lot of tangents as well. It went off, so uh, no, I thought that was that's, good. That's the podcast, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Anyone listening, if we didn't go off on tangents, nah, definitely. And that, I mean, that's what makes the podcast more exciting, anyways, right? In my opinion. Did we bring up the cricket podcast? No, nah, we didn't. So uh, we'll just end it there. It, uh, it was nice talking to you again, mate. Uh, a lot better than last <laughs> week. <laughs> and uh, no, we'll uh, hopefully get together again next week for another one. Yeah, and if you want to join the Cricket League, it's the best time to do it now. Nah, we'll just end it there. All right. Cheers, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Catch you later, mate.